0: pursue your interests, pursue your hobbies, set goals outside of your current relationships or friendships, and this will only enhance your own happiness and raise your own individuality. So then you can walk into relationships knowing you and what you can give and improve the overall quality of the relationship. Hi, and welcome to the Girl Who Can podcast. I'm so, so happy you're here and i've made it my mission to live and share with you the importance of working hard but also resting well so i invite you to be the girl who shows up for herself as we get into today's episode hello everybody welcome back to another episode or welcome if you are a new friend around here but it is officially summer or what feels like summer there's probably an official day on the calendar i just Don't know what that is right now, but here in Texas, it definitely feels like summer. It is currently 7 p.m. when I'm recording this, and it is so freaking hot. I'm pretty sure it's still over 100 degrees out right now, so there is no way you're going to catch me outside right now. Maybe near the pool, but honestly, like I go to the pool to just kind of lay out, hang out, read a book now that's not enjoyable when it's a 100 over a 100 degrees out so i'm gonna pass that up for today but i hope you guys have some summer plans in the books whether you're traveling staying home hanging out if you're a teacher please go travel go take that vacation that uh, you need from the kids i give like all the credit to teachers like the patience you guys must have especially for teaching high schoolers i don't know how you do it you are a special breed but speaking of vacations tyler and i have officially booked our honeymoon which is so exciting we booked it yesterday and yeah super exciting i wish i had like a soundboard right now to do like a drum roll or like an applause but maybe one day but we are going to the maldives we wanted to go someplace that was just really relaxing and we could just get away and do nothing but lay out be near the ocean. We're staying on one of those over-the-water bungalows, and we have some excursions plans like snorkeling, a dolphin cruise. It's an all-inclusive resort, which I have never, ever stayed at before. So I am so excited and just feeling so grateful. And we actually did not think we were going to be able to go after we booked it. So like I said, we booked it yesterday, but we actually booked another Maldives trip, with another travel company about a week ago but like I said we did not think we were going to be able to go because we booked it because we found a good travel deal but oh my goodness you guys I did not realize we were like so excited it was a good deal we booked it and then we started looking into flights because it did not include flights it takes like over 24 hours to get there and that was not (laughs) fun like we had have to leave two days before our check-in date at the resort. So that was serving to be a bit of an issue. Very expensive. Thought I was going to use my miles. Long story short, didn't work. It was a mess. But we found another travel company that included flights and we're going. So I'm excited. We're not leaving right after the wedding. We're getting married in September for my new friends around here. But um, the weather starts to get nicer in the Maldives, November to April. So we're going during that time per Google, that's like the good time to go. So I, I just love keeping you guys in loop of what um my life what's going on in my life because we're friends here we're hanging out this is girl chat but today I wanted to talk about relationships and I want to make a disclaimer here that I am not a relationship coach nor do I claim to be a professional in this space you know I just think this is a good conversation to have between friends like I said I'm sitting here with a blanket over my lap with my microphone no makeup on hanging out. And that's how I want this conversation to be where it's a place that we're holding each other accountable. I'm calling you higher. You can go back and reflect. Um, yeah, that's, that's what this space is. So we all can live out that girl who can mentality and whatever that means for you and who you are right now so i just want to share my thoughts and experiences around friends friendships relationships and just hopefully providing some sort of guidance or food for thought if you take one nugget away from this that's that's what i want like friends are here to just inspire and push each other to grow so first I want to get on the same page so we all understand the importance of why I'm talking about this and the importance of having healthy relationship standards. And I mean, if you really think about it, like this should be simple. Why would we be wanting to give our time and energy to people that don't show you that they value and respect that? Like, that just sounds simple, right? And you might be listening to this and agree with me. I think it's pretty easy to agree that we all want to be valued and trusted and respected with the people that we surround ourselves with. But easy to say one thing and want one thing, another thing to actually um, reinforce it within your own life, because you might be somebody who currently has a toxic relationship or friendship in your circle. Um, or you have a negative relationship with your friends and there's gossiping and you feel maybe not as close to somebody than you did a year ago. Or maybe you don't. Maybe you don't. You feel like you're all good in the corner of your relationships of your life. But if somebody maybe pushes your boundary right now, tomorrow, today, And you don't have but and you don't feel like you have those clear standards in place, or maybe you just don't know how to handle it because you've never had to before. So that's why I want to have this conversation because having standards for yourself and your relationships really just act as guidelines for establishing and maintaining relationships that are based on good things like mutual respect, trust, and support. And You know, I'm not saying you need to have like the same people in your life 24 seven for 10, 20 years. That would be great. And I'm sure I hope, you know, there's one or two people in your life that you, you can lean on and have that with, but people come and go. Okay. Like, I have had friends walk into my life for a season and they served a purpose during during that season. They're, I'm planning a wedding and there are people that I thought were going to be in my wedding maybe two years ago, if I got engaged two years ago. Like the people standing up there with me would look different than the people standing that are actually gonna stand up with me. And like, that is okay. I'm not resenting any of those friendships. Um, I learned something from those friendships, whether it was good, whether it was bad. I learned something about myself during those friendships. Like everybody serves a purpose. So as much as, yeah, I would have liked to be close to, still close to those people, um, maybe two, two years ago and now, but there's nothing wrong with the fact that I'm not as close with them. So I want you, I'm saying that because I'm saying, I want to reinforce that like it's normal for friendships to come and go. Like it's a part it's a part of life, it's a part of growing up as well and just being an adult. So I want to share also what having standards in my own relationships have helped me do and how I think it can benefit you because of my own experiences. So number one is having standards in my own relationships and friendships have 100% improved my mental health. Because when I prioritize open and honest communication with a person that's in front of me, I don't have to overthink or walk away from that conversation wondering, oh, should I have said this? Or maybe I should have approached it in a different way. And maybe I make mistakes during that open and honest communication that I that I have um, with that person, but that's okay too. Um, and so it's improved my mental health because I don't I'm not like overthinking or having anxiety around how I should approach a situation because I know with all of my friendships and all of my re- my relationship with Tyler, it is founded on open and honesty, honest communication, and that is. You don't necessarily have to say like, hey, we're going to be open and honest with each other. Just do it. Like set that foundation for your relationship and friendships. Like just do it so then they can expect it from you. And that also opens the door so then they can do it as well. Where you're creating this like safe environment to share. Um, and then they can, they can know that, that it's a safe environment for them to do that as well. So that's number one, it's improved my mental health. Two, it's emphasized the importance of respect because having standards in my relationships tells the other person that I respect them. I value their opinion. I value their beliefs and I value their boundaries too. And ultimately that just leaves both parties feeling heard and respected. Number three, Uh, personal growth. So setting standards in my relationships has helped me personally grow as a person. Um, This is because in a relationship or a friendship, you should be your own individual outside of that relationship or friendship. And when you are able to recognize that, you recognize that each person has their own aspirations has their own interest, and their own identity, that's a healthy relationship, okay? You then support each other outside of that friendship, and you're not leaning on your identity just being founded in what that relationship or friendship is. Um, It's a sense of, honestly, fulfillment, because your identity isn't attached to another person, your identity should be your own outside of whatever friendship or relationships that you have. Relationships and friendships can help shape you and shape your identity. And that's how you are able to grow in your own individual self within a friendship or relationship. Like when you are showing up to that relationship, knowing who you are first, then that person can just compliment and push and grow and inspire your own independence and fulfillment. And ultimately, that benefits the relationship and friendship as a whole because you're just pushing each other to grow. Um, next is you can be a role model for others. Like having healthy relationship standards sets a pot of positive example for others. Like if you're a parent right now, you can role model that for your kids. You can role model it for other couples and you're able to guide other people and not saying you need to be perfect within your relationships like nobody is but when you are able to demonstrate like healthy relationship dynamics you never know that can inspire the people around you your friends and maybe they can come to you for help um and maybe that's even a bit of your calling like maybe you are meant to inspire other people within relationships. And that starts with you taking action on your own first. You never know. Um, And so those are just a couple of things that I have experienced through my own friendships and relationships um, by setting boundaries and standards for myself as I go into them. But I also want to talk about the outcomes or impact of setting no standards or low standards for your relationships. And ultimately, that is obviously the opposite of what I just mentioned uh, for the past five minutes. But it ultimately impacts your own well-being and your own self-worth. Because what you do within your relationships and friendships is a reflection of how you view yourself. You're walking around maybe with a sense of hate or maybe a lack of trust within that person. You can't walk into a relationship or friendship feeling like they are going to handle your heart correctly. You just have your guard up at all times. And I'm not saying walk around with your heart on your sleeve, but how do you expect to grow when even within yourself. Like if you didn't have anybody in front of you and you are you feel like, oh well, I can't trust anybody and um like my standards don't even exist because nobody's going to try me type of thing. Like the only person you trust is yourself and you have all these guards up, you're not gonna grow. There's a ceiling. Because you're putting a ceiling on yourself to expand and be vulnerable and try. Like people, like I said before, people walk into your life for a season and they're supposed to help you grow. They're supposed to inspire you. Like you are supposed to be in community, whether that's within friendships or romantic relationships. Like we long for that. We're humans. And so maybe you're walking around with a sense of spite or a sense of hate the, always thinking the worst about relationship outcomes, like that's not a fun that's not a fun thing to continue to think about. Um, and I don't want that for you either. And I know there is community meant out there for you. Your people are out there, and it's a bit of trial and error. Like y- I've gotten burned in friendships and in relationships, but I'm grateful for those because then I, it forced me to look at, did I have standards set for myself? Like, what were my morals? What were my values? Like, did I let my guard down too easy, too fast? Or did I just not have any guard at all? So I'm grateful for those burned relationships and friendships. It's not fun. Like, of course, I don't want that for you, but if you are not putting yourself out there to even be vulnerable and trust and try, then there's a ceiling. And I also don't want that for you. But there for sure is a fine line. You know, like I remember when I just wanted to be a people pleaser at all times. And that was exhausting as well, where I would say when I was a people pleaser, I had no standard or no, um, no, yeah, no standards for my relationships. It was just kind of anybody and everybody who wanted to be my friend, like if you like me... I want to be your friend, show me attention, that type of thing. Like that was exhausting because essentially my values were just whatever that other person's were. Or I whatever values I did feel like I had were easily blurred or easily conformed to whatever the other person wanted to do. Um and the big recipe of disaster is when I have no standards in my relationship and that other person doesn't have standards in the relationship. And you know what that looks like? That looks like gossiping, gaslighting, hating, lack of communication, no trust, insecurity. Just that's what that looks like. And so I don't want that for you either. So let's assess your current relationship standards, shall we? Um, What are your expectations regarding communication and trust in your relationships? That is a question for you to like really sit on and think about. And honestly, I didn't think of this question myself until maybe the past couple of months. It's because Tyler and I were going through a premarital course and they asked us this question which I'll say again, what are your expectations regarding communication and trust in your relationships? So I'll share with you what kind of came out of this question when I got asked. Um, Really, it's like my expectations regarding communication are that it be talked about immediately and if I need time to process it or if Tyler needs time to process it we verbalize that we need that time because there for sure are moments where I need to take a second and process my emotions so then I know I can communicate things in a in a way that won't hurt Tyler or that are clear because I can say something and in my mind it makes sense but Tyler's receiving it in a different way where he then will go and be anxious about it or be like, I don't know what you said. And then it kind of blows up in a different way, whatever the case. So expectations are that we're honest regarding communication. Um, and that increases the overall trust of our relationship, because I would rather him say, "Hey, I need I need a moment to to process this, to process what you just said," and I I'm the type of person that wants to like handle it right there. But if he needs a time, I need to respect that. So also that increases the respect. Um, but. These questions, like even if you want to pause and write them down, I think these are really good to just um, reflect on, even in your own friendships. So, what are first question was, What are your expectations regarding communication and trust in your current relationships? Um, Next question is, Are there any boundaries you have established or would like to establish? I have a whole episode on boundaries regarding friendships, so scroll down, find it, start there. Um, But this really is in relationship to how you want to be talked to, how you want to be treated, when you feel like you might need space from a friendship or relationship, and are you communicating these things when they come up? Because people can't read your mind, okay? Like we might have boundaries um, set up in our head and that we've established for ourselves. I'm not saying you need to like walk into a relationship or friendship and be like, all right, here's this piece of paper and has all my boundaries. And I expect you to, um, you know, follow the rules type of thing. Like, no, don't do that, please. Um, But when something comes up, communicate to that person that, hey, I have this boundary with this. I don't feel comfortable. Can we talk about something else or can we do something else? Um, I would appreciate it. Like, it just has to be casual like that. If you ghost or if you get angry or if you get mad because that person crossed your boundary, then you can't really blame them because you never communicated it to them. Um, for sure, if they do it again, like, and they are already previously aware of your boundary because you communicated it to them, then that's a different story. Um, then that person might not be for you, you might want to run. Or like have a different conversation, you know. But, um, you know, communicate and for sure have boundaries on how you want to be talked to, how you want to be treated, when you feel like you might need space. Uh, and overall, communicate those things. Verbalize them. So, so important. And a way to assess your current relationship standards as well is to think about how, how well you are currently being respected in your current friendships or your relationships. Do you feel like people are walking all over you? Do you feel like people are taking advantage of you? Do you feel like you are being left in the dust? Maybe that means you have not thought about your own boundaries or standards first. Like you are letting people, um, act that way towards you and, you can't, I mean, okay, you can't control what other people do, right? Like you can only control um, how you react and what you say to them and what you expect. And so if it's, you're in a friendship that they are walking all over you, let them. Honestly, if you have a boundary set up um, around how you want to be treated and they are not following that or respecting that, let them act the way they want to. And that means that they are not your person. But have a, have a conversation about your boundary first. And if they do not respect it, then again, that's when you follow that let them mentality and find somebody else. There are people that will champion you. There are people in your corner waiting to push you higher. I promise. Especially if you're like listening to this and you're in your 20s, 30s, like it's It's normal. It's unfortunately common for people just to not have common sense in regards to how they're acting, but don't feel like you can control somebody. Your boundaries are your boundaries. That's it. Your boundaries are not to persuade other people, you know, like that's on having your own identity And having the confidence to follow and stand by your boundaries and your standards. So, think about how you're currently being respected. And if people are walking all over you, I encourage you to reflect back and really think about are you holding true to your standards? Are you just saying one thing and letting people walk all over you? Because then you aren't controlling what your reaction is. Your reaction is just like, oh, well, I'm not going to pay attention to my standards. Like, no, hold your hold yourself to a higher standard, my friends. Um, you are the girl who can. That's why you showed up. And so, and I get it. Like, this stuff is hard. This stuff is a lot easier said than done, especially if it's pertaining to a relationship that maybe you've been into for three plus years, like, or more, you know, or a year, you know, where you have roots with this person and it's hard it's hard but let those people teach you something and you can grow from it i promise there's there is promise in the pain sometimes actually all the time not sometimes there is promises so also, how do you currently handle conflicts and disagreements in your relationship? Do you shut down? Do you get angry? And there's nothing wrong with those reactions because I want to um, respect maybe where you're at, but if you shut down or you get angry, maybe that's a pattern or an area for improvement. It starts with self identifying it and then going from there, but being curious versus judgmental. So notice how it was like, do you get shut down? Do you get angry? Um, We can be like super judgmental about that sometimes and be like, Oh, like that's bad. I need to not do that. No, just be curious about it. Like, why are you doing that? And then go from there. Be curious, not judgmental. Um, Also think about, do you currently in your friendships or relationships, do you, do both parties have a voice? Are there decisions that can be made collaboratively and individually? This is another question that got asked to Tyler and I in our premarital course. And this was huge. Like it wasn't something I thought about before, but it's okay for us to make different decisions. Like I think people always say, you know, relationships, um, specifically like romantic ones, like, oh, meet me halfway, like it's 50-50, like, no, we both have different strengths. Like there are things that Tyler is going to make decisions on more so, and I trust him to do so, and there are decisions that I am going to take the lead on to make decisions for, and he trusts me as well, because we are our own individual people coming together who have different strengths, have different weaknesses, and that's it. Like we are relying and leaning into our own individuality to be our own person within our relationship. And that is huge, like huge. I cannot emphasize that enough. Yes, we meet each other halfway in other certain things, but like this allows me to move forward and know that like Tyler respects me for who I am and I respect Tyler for who he is and his strengths. So think about that question do you have your own voices and and are you able to also still do things together um not just one person's doing all the stuff and that's it you know you you should both um have your own parts but also have collaborative ones as well okay so also consider the overall level of happiness in your relationship, like in friendships. When I say that, like, are you happy? Are you happy in your current relationship? Are you happy in your current friendships? And maybe the answer is no. Okay. Maybe you're going through a rough season and with with your relationship, but do you want things to work? Do you know what the happiness can feel like? If yes, then what are the areas that require attention or adjustment? And that requires open, honest communication, those standards in place. So then you can hold each other higher to what each other's boundaries and standards are. So requires communication though, right? Like you can't expect somebody to know these things if you're unhappy. Like, please talk to the person that's in front of you if you are not happy. So last thing I want to go over is just some... practical steps to raise your relationship standards. And so I want to go over four things today before I leave you guys. One, reflect on your values and needs. So this takes time. This isn't like something that you can do tonight while you're journaling, whatever. Like it can start with that, right? But take the time to identify your own core values and needs in a relationship and reflect why this is important to you and what you desire in your friendships, in your relationships. And this is self-awareness, my friends. This will serve as a foundation for you setting higher standards. And this also comes from like when when I say, oh, like reflect on what your core values and needs are in a relationship. This doesn't, like I said, it doesn't come from overnight or thinking about it. Like sit on this. And this comes from taking care of yourself physically, emotionally, mentally, prioritizing things like self-care and personal growth. Invest in your own well-being and personal growth and your own core values and needs will just come out organically on what you feel like you need. Um, So pursue your interests, pursue your hobbies, set goals outside of your current relationships or friendships. And this will only enhance your own happiness and raise your own individuality so then you can walk into relationships knowing you and what you can give and improve the overall quality of the relationship. Number two, communicate your expectations. I've said this multiple times in the episode but wanted to make it a clear point on one of the four steps to raise your relationship standards. Communicate your expectations. Clearly communicate to the person in front of you. Be open, honest about what you need and desire in the relationship. This comes from obviously doing step number one and knowing what your expectations are. But when you are communicating, this really is a key to ensuring that you and that person in front of you are on the same page. Like, I'm not reading your mind. You can't read my mind. Like, I feel like that's how a lot of the world operates. We just expect each other to know what the other person wants or how the other person's feeling, which isn't the case at all. Okay, we move forward. Step number three. This step number three is actually a continuation of step number two, because in order to communicate your expectations, you have to know how to communicate effectively. So step number three is develop effective communication skills, such as active listening, listening to the other person, empathy, being maybe assertive, um, because these things help you build understanding for the other person, resolve conflicts a lot better, and foster a deeper connection with that person in front of you. I'm outing myself right now, but I am somebody who interrupts. um, I don't want to say often because I've gotten a lot better, but I used to interrupt Tyler often. I like a thought would just come in my head and I would spit it out (laughs) without realizing that he was still talking. And I know that's like really annoying for a lot of people. And it's something I'm working on. I continuously have to work on it. I've gotten a lot better. And he's even said I've gotten a lot better, but I have to check myself. And so what I am learning and developing is my own listening skills. As a dietitian, I'm very good at this with my clients, but for some reason in my friendships and relationships, my family, like I can just interrupt people. Maybe it's just cuz I'm comfortable, not sure, but I'm working on it. He is also learning to listen because he is somebody who wants to provide solutions and Sometimes I just need to talk and just let him, let it fall on his ears and know that he is listening. Like I don't need a solution. Sometimes I can usually, I'm like the type of person where I'm like, I can figure out the solution. I don't need your solution, which isn't always the best route to take, but he is working on just listening because that's what I also need from him. And I have communicated that to him as well. Like I have told him this verbally. I didn't expect it from him. Um, okay, so that was step number three. Step number four surround yourself with positive influences. Surround yourself with supportive and positive people, whether that's other good friendships, other good re- couples, relationships, um, just essentially ones that encourage and uplift you and hold you higher. I've been saying that multiple times in the episode because it's important. And When you are within a community that does hold you higher, this provides a valuable support system and helps reinforce those higher relationship standards that you have. And obviously this can be people, you know, within a church or school or fill in the blank club team, but this also includes professional help as well, like therapist. I'm not a relationship coach. I'm not a mental health counselor. I'm not a therapist. So I want to point you in that direction. If you are unhappy in relationships, you feel like you need tools to develop effective communication. Maybe you're somebody who gets angry or shut down and you really want to work on that Like, and you need actual help, please seek out professional help. It can be so beneficial. And I want that for you too, to heal, to grow, and that's a bit of me holding you higher. But with that, my friends, I love each and every one of you. You made it to the end of the episode. I appreciate you endlessly. And please, if you haven't, leave a review over on Apple Podcast or wherever you are listening. It helps the growth of the show so much. My goal is to get to 100K downloads by the end of the year. We are growing that I need y'all to download. So even if you are listening to this show, make sure that you are following the show or subscribe to the show. Um, that will ensure that you are downloading the episodes. Also, connect with me on social media at the Girl Who Can Podcast or at Aris Lujano. I would love to know who you are, where you're listening from, or if you just want to stop by and say, hey. But my friends, I hope you guys have a wonderful rest of your day and week. We will chat next Wednesday as always. Bye, everybody.